Thanks for joining us for The Whole Spectrum. I'm Katherine Parks, and I'm here with my husband, Eric, to talk about what it means, in the words of Francis Schaeffer, for the Lordship of Christ to permeate the whole spectrum of life. And for us, our view of art in particular. We love to discuss the films we see from a Christian perspective, so we invite you to join us as we cover the whole spectrum of the movie world, from classics to independent films to blockbusters. Hello and welcome to The Whole Spectrum. My name is Eric and my wife Catherine is joining me and today we're talking about the all-important topic of whether or not we can separate the art from the artist. In this case we'll be talking about film specifically, uh, but recently there have been a lot of things in the news, especially in the movie world, uh, most recently relating to Nate Parker who directs the movie The Birth of a Nation, which is coming out in about a month, I believe. So we thought we would address this all-important topic. Um, Catherine, do you have any thoughts before we jump into this? You look like you're about to laugh. This is such a serious topic, but I don't know why I can't stop laughing. Wow. You've never Catherine. done the opening before. I don't do many intros. I don't like to talk, honestly. Really making me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Oh, you did a great job, though. So, so you're good. excited about our, our topic of discussion today? I think it's a conversation that you and I have had um, with one another and with others. And it's relevant in particular, I think, at this time, um, not just because of the birth of a nation coming out, but because the convergence of social media and um, yes. sort of this cultural time and place in which we find ourselves where there's a lot of outrage over anything and everything that, um, you know, people see as um, unjust or uh, inappropriate. Mm -hmm. If it fits a certain narrative, then it's something that we are going to crucify people um, in the court of public opinion yes. very quickly. Um, and so I think all of these things are converging to bring up a lot of questions that we need to think about um, as consumers of art. Well, sometimes I think it's overkill. Like you're saying, people get um, just lambasted off of one tweet. Um, maybe it's thoughtless. Maybe, I don't know. I'm, I'm even thinking about the Jim Gaffigan episode we watched recently. Yeah. It was pretty funny, but he had made, he said it was based on a true story. He made some you know, silly tweet, and it was aimed at women, and so the whole episode was him being <laughs> held on trial in the court of public opinion, and it was really funny, but it did make an interesting point. Um, so to me, what he had done was kind of kind of mild um, compared to what we'll be talking about um, today. Um, anyway, I'm getting off subject a little bit, but, but with some of the guys we're talking about um, on today's podcast, we're talking mostly about directors here. Uh, Nate Parker is one of them, Woody Allen is another, he has been embroiled in controversy for a little while, but it seems like even more so recently with, um, were we hearing an, was an op-ed piece that his stepdaughter wrote? Yeah, so Dylan Farrow, uh, daughter of his... Mia. Mia Farrow, um, came out and chronicled details of uh, abuse, allegation, sexual abuse um, against her stepfather, well, Woody she Allen. she was young, right? Yeah, and he also married one of his stepdaughters, or former stepdaughters, uh, when she was 19. So he kind of has a history of maybe inappropriate um, 
behavior with minors or with children. Yeah, it's the same with Roman Polanski. To some degree, he had uh, s uh, sex with a minor back in, goodness, the 70s. And so he's never been, he can't come to the States because he'll be arrested immediately. Um, so he's kind of been in um, somewhat self-imposed exile over in Europe. Uh, Mel Gibson, he, as far as I know, doesn't have horrible sexual indiscretions, but he's also gone off in these tirades that are anti-Semitic and just pretty, pretty nasty. We've heard, I think, recorded voicemails from him. He's yelled at officers when he's drunk and just saying awful things. And then Bill Cosby, while not uh, a director, as far as I know, um, an actor, his, reputa his reputation has been tainted lately because of uh, sexual misconduct, assault, um, alleged to him from many, many women spanning decades. Uh, so it's, it seems like the, the big thing here is all men, and it's dealing with some pretty heavy stuff. Now, our big question for this podcast is, can we still watch their movies or television shows uh, in good conscience? Should we? Or should we say, all right, if we, if we watch what they've put out, then essentially we're endorsing uh, their lifestyle or their behavior. Um, I think that's the question. Do you have any thoughts kind of to start out on, on that basic question? Uh, I think it's, it's complicated and it's interesting because I knew we were going to be talking about this, so I started reading up on, I kind of know what my opinion is, but I wanted to know what other people are saying. And there's a lot being written about this topic right now. And um, I, I don't think anyone has an easy answer. I hear a lot of questions being asked, and uh, it seems like there's a lot of, um, I don't think there are a lot of easy answers. There are many questions being asked, and people giving kind of their own opinion about how they deal with this. Um, some of those opinions are based on their own previous history or um, exposure to certain things, but it is complicated, and so I think what we're doing here is kind of discussing how we have arrived at our decision um, on on what to do with these things. But I, and I I don't even know for sure that we'll agree completely on this. Yeah, it's and it's all kind of come to a head. Um, we've we've heard about some of these guys individually throughout the years, but Nate Parker's movie is coming out in about a month. Woody Allen had a movie come out this summer and now has a TV show. I with Amazon, I believe, coming out very soon, or maybe it just started. Roman Polanski is in pre-production for his next feature, which he hasn't made anything in two or three years. Mel Gibson has a movie coming out this fall. Um, Bill Cosby's mugshot has been all over the place recently, so it's all these all these things are converging all at once, which is unfortunate, but it's good that it's all being brought, brought up for people to talk about and think through. Um, for me, one of the big issues is um, I would be I would be much more open to forgiveness if any of these guys would ask forgiveness. So to me, if you say, "Okay, man, I made a mistake. I sinned. I did wrong. I hurt people. It was awful. I did it. I take full responsibility. I'm so sorry. Please forgive me." Then it make then as a Christian, you're like, "Yeah, we got to forgive." even if it's the most heinous thing, um, we're called to forgive. Well, do you think they owe the public an apology? I think they owe the people they've offended an apology. 
And I think since they're public figures, I think they may not necessarily owe all of us an apology. I think it would be nice. It would go a long way toward even helping their reputations that are so tarnished. Or maybe like, maybe not even an apology, but just a public acceptance of an ad admission. An acknowledgement, of, yeah, of, of some wrongdoing, yeah. I think. Uh, as far as I know, Nate Parker, who says he's a believer, I think he's addressed the issue several times recently. I don't think he's done a great job. Woody Allen, as far as I know, has never, has never uh, admitted to any of his indiscretion. So with with people never accepting responsibility, that makes it really tough um, for the victims, especially. I was talking with a friend at work recently who's from Armenia, and he was talking about the Armenian genocide from 100 years ago, where the Turks were trying to extend the Ottoman Empire, and in doing so, they, they took Armenians out of their land, they marched them across the desert, and so many of them were killed and ended up, it really was genocide. Now, the Turks have never yet admitted to that. They've never taken responsibility for that and said, no, no, it was just a relocation effort. And as far as I know, the United States has never, um, has never asked the Turks to accept this either. Um, so as he and I were talking, he was still, he was, he's upset about it and probably doesn't love the Turks too much because of the way his people, his great-grandparents were treated um, so many years ago. But I think if they would accept it and say, what we did was wrong, we're sorry, then I think you can start building bridges toward forgiveness and moving forward. Um, but that, so, so to tie that in, I think obviously if some of these guys aren't accepting responsibility, it makes it really hard for victims and then the public as well. Whether they have or haven't, it seems like um, in, in most of these cases, there hasn't been uh, maybe satisfactory admission of guilt or um, repentance in some way publicly. So what do we do with their art, with their films? What do we do with The Birth of a Nation coming out or Hacksaw Ridge by Mel Gibson or some of these things um, and some of the work that has been done in the past? Do we view it? Is it okay to watch it if we're not contributing financially in some way, if we're not going to the box office, or does the art stand alone and we can separate it from the person who made it? I will trick my friends into paying for my ticket every time so that I can see them all in good conscience because I haven't paid any money toward it. Uh, so trickery and bribing perhaps. Okay, great. Um, no, that's, I mean, that is, that's the question. Uh, I tend to think the art stands alone. I can, I can say some of that by acknowledging that each and every person, every one of us are sinners. So many of the movies we've seen are made by unbelievers. So many of the great films are made by unbelievers who do bad stuff every day and maybe they don't ask forgiveness. And I don't ask forgiveness for every single sin. I should, I don't know that I'm always aware. Um, but if we if we go with the sin criteria, then of course we can't watch any movies because every single filmmaker is is a sinner. But take The Birth of a Nation, since that's the one we're talking about the most. Um, Nate Parker's roommate, who helped co-write the movie, uh, was convicted. Um, and but this was uh, this was back 17, 18 years ago when they were in college. Um, but there are so many producers, actors. Um, crew people involved 
So if you throw out the movie entirely, then you're dismissing all this great work that all these other people have done based on one, one person's past sin. I don't know that that's completely fair. Yeah. Well, I think some of where I come down on this, I mean, some of it is, is that this is all current. Mm-hmm. I don't go to an art museum and refuse to look at the paintings of artists who, you know, may have, I mean, Picasso was a misogynist and some of these people who had horrible lifestyles, but I, I don't judge their art based on that. Mm-hmm. It may inform their art in some ways and knowing that background may explain some of it. Um, it may help me to understand things about the world, knowing what their background is. But I think some of these questions have to do with the fact that it's current. Like these are, you know, these films, 50 years from now, people, our kids will not necessarily judge any of this based on what Nate Parker did or didn't do. Um, But yeah, like you're saying, it. Some of it is: are we are we voting for a person, or are we voting for the film when we go to a movie? Yeah. Well, and Mel Gibson has said some horrible things about Jews and said it with such hatred, and yet I can't not love Braveheart. That's a fantastic movie and has some great um, gospel depictions and representations in there. Uh, the one that stings kind of currently is. Um, we have a couple seasons of The Cosby Show. It's a great show. We've, we've watched it for years. We've shown some episodes to our kids. It's such a good family show. But now, I don't think, actually, you may have watched them. I don't know that I've watched any episodes since uh, all this has come out about um, Cosby himself. I think if I went back and watched something now, it would be a little tainted in my view, and I would have trouble seeing this sweet family guy who I've always thought is so nice and loving and um, cares about people, but in the back of my mind, I know he did some horrible things uh, with women, and, and I guess date rape is probably the the best description here. Um, so that's a little sad to me. Uh, the whole, like the Woody Allen, Roman Polanski, that one doesn't hurt quite as badly because I don't love them as filmmakers quite as much. <laughs> Although I do love Midnight in Paris from Woody Allen. Um, but, you know, I think I, I'm really excited about the film Birth of a Nation. The Birth of a Nation, not to be confused with the old 1915 racist movie. Uh, I'm I'm somewhat excited about Mel Gibson's latest, although the trailer looks um, maybe a little cheesy. Uh, you can hate me in the comments if you want on that. <laughs> uh, and then Bill, I think he's pretty much done with his age and his cataracts. Um, anyway, so I, I yeah. Yeah. Well, I think. Here, where I think I come down personally on it is um, it's hard to watch Bill Cosby because what we have come to learn about him just completely flies in the face of the the image that he presented of himself. Mm-hmm. He was playing a fictional character, but you you come to understand that he is this person, and then suddenly you realize... He's the furthest thing from well, and this even, person. Well, even didn't he take over on Kids Say the Darndest Thing? So he's yeah. around children and just kind of, again, kind of clean, clean humor, sweet guy. And then I think it's compounded by the fact that our seeming blind acceptance of these people and um, maybe our acceptance of their behavior or what it looks like to 
anyone, you know, in the world that we're just saying, oh, well, you can do whatever you want and we'll still love you and celebrate you and give you awards. What does that say to victims? Yeah. Not just of these people, but any rape victim is going to say, well, you know, people get away with it. This is what happens. Powerful men get away with this. We see, you know, this happens in the church. Men in power um, get away with things, and it it crushes so many people. So I think we have to be very careful that we don't say, well, you can do whatever you want, and you get a free pass as long as you're making good art or you're preaching good sermons or you're writing good books. So we have to be sensitive um, to some of that. Now, my problem with Woody Allen, I haven't seen a lot of his films, but my understanding is he's very nihilistic in his films. Mm-hmm. And so there's kind of this idea that my actions don't have consequences if everything is meaningless. And so um, there isn't this sense of, you know, I, why would he ever apologize? It seems like from his body of work that he doesn't see any wrongdoing and what he has done in the past um, or what his characters do. A lot of his characters are very autobiographical. And so um, you're presented with this idea that kind of fits with what we know about his personal life. So for me, that's hard to watch um, because it's he's presenting a message that I disagree with. I don't know. Maybe this is getting too specific, but for me... Um, if I see someone making art uh, that makes a great statement um, or speaks truth in a way, um, say for instance, okay, The Birth of a Nation, my understanding is that there is at least one rape scene. Mm-hmm. So that's problematic, uh, especially given the history that we know about the, yeah. the writers. Yeah. But are they glorifying that? I'm sure they're not. So, I don't know, in my thinking of it, it's, you're seeing the horror of that. I don't know if that's worth saying. I think so, but, you know, and I think Nate Parker would maintain that what he, the woman engaged in, was consensual. Um, But it sounds like, you know, with the other guy, he was accused of rape, so, but he also helped write the movie. Uh, So, yeah, that's a, that's a tricky one. Well, and another thing that we kind of mentioned at the beginning is this idea of the court of public opinion. So sometimes there are kind of um, trendy people that we, you know, crucify, and then there are people that we don't really talk about. The truth is that most of Hollywood could be doing all sorts of terrible things that we have (laughs) no clue about, and we don't do all of our research into their personal lives. But when something becomes public, we're forced to deal with it. Yeah. I mean, right now we're sitting in the middle of the Brangelina divorce and there are abuse allegations against Brad Pitt. Did he hit his child? Did he not? Um, and so all of a sudden, all of America is saying, well, if he hit his kid, can I watch his movies anymore? You know? I'm team Angelina. <laughs> you would be. <gasps> Stop it. Uh, but that's what we do. We react, and um, it's very hard to make these decisions with what we're going to to do or see or um, pay for without 
thinking, well, what will other people think of me in the middle well, of this? Well, yeah, and we react a little too quickly. We react on a few little things we've heard uh, when a lot of times they're, you know, even in the Brad and Angelina thing, we don't know. There hasn't been a trial. There haven't, they haven't made statements on the record that have said certain things, but we've already um, damned Brad Pitt in some ways. Uh, so, uh, you know, with some of these, you know, there is stuff on the record of Nate Parker, so we can kind of make an informed opinion there. Um, Bill Cosby, I think that's ongoing litigation, but it sounds like, you know, some bad, bad stuff. And it doesn't sound like 40 women or however many it is just all of a sudden come out of the woodwork just wanting money. It sounds like he did some horrible things. Um, so I think, I think are you, you and I are on the same page as far as, yes, the art can stand alone. Mm-hmm. We don't like what happened. We hate it for the victims. Uh, but we believe the art probably can stand alone and you can still be able to view it and still enjoy it as much as, much as you, you can or as much as your conscience allows without the person's personal life affecting it. Um, but I, I guess I'm convicted somewhat as we're talking about this. How now do we, we deal with what we know about these people? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think now I'm convicted to pray uh, and pray in a couple ways. And I, I may have heard Russell Moore say this at one point. I think he was talking about, I don't know if it was ISIS or um, extremist terrorism. I, I can't exactly remember the context. But I think he said to pray in two ways. Pray for justice, um, God's wrath and justice to fall upon perpetrators, but also pray for his mercy and saving grace in their lives. Uh, and God is big enough that he can deal with those two um, different types of prayers. I think that's a good way to pray, too, for Nate Parker, Woody Allen, Roman Polanski, Mel Gibson, and Bill Cosby. We can say, God... I ask that you would bring justice about, um, not only justice against them, but the justice for the victims. Um, but also, please show mercy in these guys' lives. And if you choose to save them, boy, that would be such an amazing testimony of your goodness and kindness. Um, so I don't know. That's that's kind of what I'm thinking right now is don't just completely demonize them and just cast them off and say, these guys are awful. Because uh, I can sit on my high horse and judge people all day like a big fat jerk, <laughs> or I can humbly admit that I am just as bad as these guys. Now, my sin maybe doesn't have the same ramifications as some of theirs does, um, but were it not for the grace of God, I would, might be in this mess too myself. Yeah, I think that's that's really good, and I agree. I think um, I think everyone's maybe perception is going to be tainted in some ways or changed, um, perception of these works of art themselves. And so I think that it does come down to, there aren't a lot of easy answers and each person is going to have to um, determine what they can and can't watch based on this knowledge. And so for some people, um, the perception may have been tainted so much that they just can't enjoy the art itself sure. because it's well uh, if you've been a victim of uh of sexual abuse yourself it's going to be really really hard with your knowledge to watch some of these guys work it's just unfortunate that that's the case and honestly a lot of what i've been thinking about is what a cautionary tale you know this is sure. that 
your actions from years and years ago. I mean, all of this came back specifically for Nate Parker. He was, this is a crucial time for this film to come out. Um, the, you know, Hollywood needs it to succeed after all of the criticism against them with um, Oscars So White and yeah. some of these things. And it's, it's the perfect movie for the perfect time in history and in our country and what we need. And yet because of the actions of these two guys back in college, the whole thing is threatened with falling apart. And so... Well, yeah, and you not only consider how awful it must be for their victims, but also now some of these guys, these, these things are years, years in the past, but now their wives are having to deal with mm -hmm. this junk coming up and their children mm. are asking big questions. Why is daddy in the news again? <laughs> yeah. So you, you well, hate it for the families. The, and the crew, I mean, everyone involved yeah, with this yeah. film that had no clue and they're all being affected by this. And so, um, I don't know, it makes me want to like remember this and sit my kids down and say like your actions will matter not just now but for it makes me never years. want to sin yeah <laughs> great so anyway that was a great discussion uh we went a little bit long today but hopefully you guys hopefully y'all stuck with us um for the whole thing if you've got more thoughts or especially if you have a differing opinion we would love to hear it you can always leave a comment on the blog um, you can hit us up on twitter on facebook we'd love to talk a little bit more but until next time, thank you guys for listening.